0: in a big way
1: and it feels good <laughs> <laughs> it feels good to like be
0: back at the mic i know we're back in the we're back in the game yeah we are back at it to in the 19 and the, yeah at this point yeah in the is... 9-9 in the 2000 '2009. <laughs> um so happy new year happy new year wonderful time I like how every single year, like as December is coming to a close, people are just like, I want I just need to get this year over with. Like every year, even though it starts out See, wonderful not this year for me. Really? I've had a
1: really a good year. I've had a very trans- very good year. formative year. That's true. I mean it went from being in mental shambles at a job that put me in mental shambles.
0: That seems like so long ago. To
1: discovering all of this, to buying the house, like just really growing a lot. Like it's been a good year.
0: The retrograde is ending soon.
1: Some stuff to talk about about that. I'm very curious about it. Curious cat. Well, I don't know what it's related to. So I don't know if it's tied to the retrograde. Hmm. I just find it really interesting. It's not a secret by any stretch That I don't like, not only the cold, but I don't like the dark. You know, I don't like Mm. it being dark. I I like the sun and the warmth and the light and all. I've been, I was very, like, immensely anxious. On the solstice, I was immensely anxious. But the next morning, I felt new. Hmm. And it's like almost, it's like all of the dark half of the year energy lost its grip. Mm. And now things are going to, it's like the light half. Just kind of pulled me out and was like, all right, you made it. Come on, let's go. <laughs> and I, I woke up and just got to fucking work. Cleaned the entire house. And that was the day I did the Love is Law floor wash uh, by Madame Phoenix. And, I mean, I did the windowsills. I did the door frames. I did everything. How'd that feel? It felt great. Nice. And then I didn't stop, dude. I beesamed the whole house mm. after that was over. Mm. And then after a good beesoming, I did a deep Palo Santo smudge all around the house, and it was great. And I was like, "Cause here's the thing, like I don't think there's like like a permanent entity in this house, but I do right. think things pass through. Sure. And I've been really pissy about that lately. And like, so I did like this time. I really I cleansed the house from floor to ceiling and was like, "Do not come here. Fuck you." <laughs> I don't unless closed. I, like, yeah, unless I explicitly say you can be here, you're not on the list. <laughs> Get out. Almost mad, but not like I was just like I'm. I'm done. Get out. Ever since I've been good, but I had a I had a bath after that, mm. and I really don't know what to make of this. I really want. I'm excited to tell it to the listeners because I want to hear what other people think and how they interpret this. Because I don't interpret it as something negative, even though it's kind of sad. and I haven't meditated since, so there might be a continuation to the story, (laughs) as weird as that sounds. But, so I took a bath, and uh, I had my dreamer tea, Mm. and I had drank some of that, and, you know, I had some, I had all kinds of shit burning. Nice. I had star anise and dragon's blood. When you pair the two together, it's a really good, like spiritual thing and i also had star anise uh and cinnamon sticks which also was like a psychic inducing thing and i had that in my teeth open you up i like blasted my brain open (laughs) and so i like took a bath and i started to meditate and this meditation helped two very intense things one i i know i don't know if i did but i certainly feel like i astrally projected but for like five seconds because i freaked out You knew it. You knew you were going to freak out. Well, and it was so weird. Like, I just felt like the ceiling of my consciousness leave. Mm. It's bizarre. And I just felt myself. And it only was like ceiling height. And I could see, I could like in my mind's eye, see myself in the tub. Mm. And I felt, it was weird. My consciousness didn't feel like limited. Mm. Like it was, it wasn't like, and you don't feel like there's a shell around it until it's not there. And then I was like, oh shit. I gotta get back, and like, and then it was like over, and so like that was it.
0: That sounds like like a like a first foray.
1: It kind of yeah,
0: in, into projection. Yeah, like was, you you stepped out the front door,
1: and I'm here still.
0: You're still alive. I didn't you, like lose my. Strength, you made it back you know? to your body. Like, You're just out there floating in the cosmos, just like fuck. I fuck. I'm lost. Man,
1: like, I shouldn't have asked for. Really I shouldn't projected. have had
0: that tea. I knew it.
1: But I think I talked in the last, I'm having a thing, I'm having a thing with, um, bird wings lately. Mm. Like I, I, just like when I, I did the energy work and I had like in the middle of this like dancing meditation, these two, I had these massive hawk wings that were just like billowing all this smoke. Cause sometimes I don't know, just even if I don't feel spooked, if I just like turned out of a room, my mm. back feels vulnerable. So you know, mm. you're just always kind of like, what, you, I don't know, it just what's paranoid. behind me. Well, it's like lately, and not even in meditation, since so you just been walking around, right, if I get that feeling, I will just imagine these two wings just like, out. Oh. And it's like, and I, it's immediately, I'm like, I'm not fucking with whatever's there. Right. I don't care.
0: It's I don't even need like, to look.
1: It's really assertive feeling, mm. and it's just like a shield. And it's just been, and it happens for like a split second, but it's like this visualization I have every mm. time I feel that way. Imagine these two wings going up, and it's just like, no.
0: <laughs> and, uh, I love that you're getting very, um, you're getting very abrupt. It, yeah. By the sounds like it sounds like you're just like don't care, not dealing with you. I'm Fuck not off. dealing with
1: you right now. I'm not really, I'm not scared of you yeah. anymore, and I just want you to not be here. And <laughs> so I was doing a meditation, and in this meditation, yoxen walked out of the woods, and he didn't say anything, or however he does, and he really wasn't even barely him. Like it was like a very, it didn't have his stance, but hmm. it was a like a caribou. Hmm. And he just kind of crumpled and laid down, and then just like out over it flies this hawk, oh, yeah, and I mean it was just almost like a replay- like you've here's the new you like a play. like an evolution, yeah, and oh. it was really, really weird, and I was trying to read up on things like that, and mm. because I've had all of these weird thoughts of these like hawk mm. characteristics and things like that. But yeah, so I don't know. It was a very interesting thing, but I, I really do. I feel like energetically, I just have this shield kind of behind mm. me now. and um, That's a great mental image.
0: It's I mean, cause really that's, nice. It, it's so, because you hear about people visualizing to protect themselves, like brick walls kind of mm. building around them or rings of fire or whatever. But that's that's such a, um, like, organic way. You're like, you're not building up a shield. No. It's like a physical part of your body is like, no, no. Yeah stop
1: and, but it kind of i think it fits the evolution now as to where i am because i feel like yoxen almost symbolized the journey of finding all of this because caribou are they have one of the longest migrations in the world oh um and i've always kind of thought of it that way like he was the start of this journey mm-hmm. you know and i i don't know and reading like the totem for the hawk i was like it almost seems like this is the new shift mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's interesting.
0: I wonder what the symbolism is between moving from, like, a, a creature of the land to, like, to air. air.
1: Well, I don't know. So, I mean, like, air is, you know, typically the element of, like, psychic things mm-hmm. or, like, higher consciousness. And you've
0: been working a lot with that lately. Yeah.
1: That's the only thing I could think of because I was wondering that as well because it did. It left, like, hardcore earth mm-hmm. land-dwelling animal to air. So I don't know.
0: And how nice of, of Yoxen to let you know. Yeah. Like, in such a visual way. Like, I'm different now. Yeah. And, and you weren't just like, who the fuck is this hawk? Where's Yoxin? <laughs> Did you get fired? <laughs> Did I level up or what? <laughs> That's really cool. That's really, really interesting. Yeah, it was a yeah. crazy
1: meditation. But uh, I highly recommend Herb. Mm. Well, I'll, okay, I'll give my tea recipe because not only is it, like, intense and it totally fights off the moon meant to say
0: yeah because we were going to check in and see how that works
1: like the moon for me is always a three or four night affair yeah and so i drank it on two of the nights and didn't on two of the nights Mm. i wanted to do like a controlled thing and i did on the nights that i drank it I was able to sleep until like five thirty in the morning, mm. which I know is still early. Well, I
0: mean that's typical. That's on par. Well, for but you, even right? on the
1: weekend, yeah. Like I'll wake up usually at six thirty. Five thirty was kind of early, but mm. no, not that bad for me. But the nights that I didn't, I woke up at three or two. Yeah. So I mean, it made a difference. Yeah. Um, but it's it's so tasty. <laughs> it's delicious. So I had uh, I had my dream herb, and it was all I had it bundled up in a tea bag. And then in my electric kettle, just with the boiling water, I threw in like a handful of star anise and two cracked cinnamon sticks, like Mm. whole sticks, and boiled it all in there. And it was, oh my God, it was great. And I poured it over water and heavy cream. Mm. And so it was like this, like warm comfort. Oh my my God. I drank it and it's like, it almost, so you know, like when you fight NyQuil for like a few minutes, yeah. it was like, you're like, oh Whoa,
0: okay, okay. <laughs> i'm ready to sleep for a year yeah
1: it was wonderful so i i <laughs> highly recommend it. it it's a it's a good little good little recipe i've started making my own little tea bags and it's fun
0: macy and i were talking right before we started recording uh and i told her that i'm i think i'm really sensitive to teas like in their effects uh, yeah me too. yeah because like i i haven't i haven't branched out very far Um, I know that if I have a headache or a stomachache, it's like peppermint. Yeah. And that clears it right the hell up. Uh, if I'm tired, drink some Sleepy Time. And I was talking to Mace and she confirmed this. Sleepy Time is no bitch. (laughs) It's, uh, it's no bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I'm very glad because I feel like most people would just like slam a cup of Sleepy Time and be fine. But like, I have a cup or two of Sleepy Time tea and I'm like down.
1: Particularly. Almost high. Particularly if it's later. Mm. And like, and I'm sitting down and, you know, because I can drink like If you're
0: a, ready for it. Yeah, yeah, if
1: you're letting it work, yeah. oh, no, no. It is absolutely heavy-handed.
0: I love the feeling of, like, you just feel almost like that blanket, like... Yes. Embrace. And you just have this feeling of, I am about to get the best sleep. sleep. Yes. And you're okay with it. Before we go any further, I think we should do some... Shout-out action.
1: We have a Patreon
0: shout-out shout out
1: segments. Segment. We dedicate this episode with our very humble thanks to Kieran Dionysus Clovenhoof Sunflower.
0: Goddamn.
1: Thank you, Kieran Dionysus
0: Clovenhoof Sunflower. What are we talking about?
1: What are you talking
0: about? What are you <laughs> going to talk about? Uh, I'm going to be talking about magical hygiene i like kind of a 101 episode you know good um some real quick quick some real surface level a wide swath a
1: wide swath
0: information on it because god people do this so many different ways and they have so many techniques to do it uh and it is hellaciously important as i was We've always been like, oh, you should ground or, oh, sometimes after ritual, I feel buzzy. Like we'll say little words like that, but uh, we've not gotten into what that means and uh do doing the research on this it is so important and we have people write us so often and say I'm feeling really disconnected or I'm feeling like what I'm doing isn't working Mm -hmm. or "I, I just don't feel into it like I'm tired I think about ritual or I think about working on my practice and I just go oh fuck no I don't want to do that like this all could be The fix to that. So I'm really excited to to get into it. What are you going to be sharing with us? I am sharing with you the word no one knows how to pronounce. Nobody. As I've learned. We've looked it up 400 times.
1: And everyone says it a different way. Um, But I'm going to be talking about the witch's athame. Athame.
0: I prefer... Athame. Athame. It's difficult. I prefer um, um, athame.
1: I like Athame. In my head, before I started doing this research, I've always read it as athame. Same. So I'll, I'll go with athame. <laughs>
0: <laughs> let's whatever. Let's fucking. It's do it.
1: tricky. Like I don't know. And we were listening to YouTube videos, and it was like everyone was like, "Let's talk about the athame. Let's talk about the athame. Let's talk about." It was just like, oh my goodness gracious.
0: Somebody even said something about like a them me. It's like I was thanks. like, okay, sure. If that's what you. <laughs> whatever um i don't want to say you're wrong but i'm pretty sure i'm you're pretty
1: wrong. sure you're spreading false information
0: <laughs> is this gonna be our new besom
1: basem i think I actually burnt these pants from standing too close
0: to my fire macy has these are numerous things. articles of clothing that have been burned with fire <laughs> for her good. love of keeping a warm butt
1: yeah both of the like yes <laughs> i burnt these <laughs>
0: Alright, so let's jump in with some magical hygiene. Which... Base name
1: with, with your, your, your words. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um magic hygiene. Any anytime hygiene is put at the end of a word, I know what it means. It still never fails to crack me up. Yeah. Cause it's just it sounds like just somebody taking like a glitter shower. Just magical hygiene. Magical hygiene.
1: Um
0: it's it's essentially daily self care that you do to kind of keep your practice uh well maintained. And before we talk about what it is and how to do it and why, I want to talk about this. Um, I want to talk about the concept of miasma. I, <laughs> I, I believe I'm saying that right. But as soon as I said that to Mace, I realized it sounded like my asthma. I need to
1: talk about miasma. You don't have asthma. I've known you for 24 years. You don't have my asthma. asthma. My
0: asthma. Miasma, it's, it's defined as an oppressive or unpleasant atmosphere that surrounds or emanates from something. Oh. So this word is used, if you do any research on magical, clear, uh, hygiene or cleansing or even spiritual cleansing, uh, you're going to see the term miasma a lot. It can also, interestingly enough, it also can be defined as a very unpleasant, like odor, Mm -hmm. which is always how I kind of feel about negative energy. Right? Yeah. Uh, if it's just hanging around a It's like stale or like musty. Yeah, it's musty or just um like you walk into like a dusty room yeah. and that's kind of what it smells yeah. like, but like with a little bit of shit. <laughs> um No, which uh so it's just it's just this unpleasant um surrounding. Uh and if you want to think of it as like that's the physical representation of negative energy. Like we say negative energy. To to mean a lot of different yeah. things, um, but the what we're talking about the stuff that really sticks on you. If you're visualizing, it's usually like a dirty, muddy gray or like a black kind of fog, mm-hmm. or like even like a a dripping kind of gunk, which is how I see it sometimes. If it's real bad, well, and it just it,
1: this resonates with me because oh. I, I talked about that uh, meditation I did to where I was really trying to start getting this funk getting out of it mm. and i was chipping away all of the stuff that was like on my back mm-hmm. with like you know like energetically it's just like like
0: almost like a barnacle or yeah something. it was that's yeah. what it
1: felt like and it's just you saying that like how you said it will just kind of cling to you it was, that's exactly what and
0: it and like. and it sticks you know uh a lot of people are familiar when they do like any kind of clean energetic cleansing that stuff like that feels like it sticks up in the corners yeah. or like it'll stick on the floor. I always try
1: to really focus on mm-hmm. those areas just to be like... Or like sound clearing. I mm-hmm. feel like it will help just blast kind of get it like, out.
0: Yeah. I always am really conscious about like under tables. Yeah. Like under chairs, under tables, because I feel like that is a collection point, but it doesn't... Um... Anyway, it's also important to point out that it's not just this miasma that clings to people. There's also a buildup it can be caused by ultimately everyday life but you can also get it from um energy vampires which is a big one any kind of like the the narcissist in our lives or the person we get Mm. the bad vibes from there can be a direct transfer of that energy it's you know if you think about um when you get close to another person it's said that like attracts like Mm. so they're going to kind of connect and you can end up taking away more of their shit oh yeah
1: Um, I mean, anybody who's been in a very oppressive presence mm -hmm. like that for an extended period of time, you know how you feel.
0: Yeah. I just feel like my pores are churning out, like... Do you remember in, oh, what's the movie with the fairy, the forest, the enchanted Oh, Fern forms? Gully? Fern Gully. Oh, that
1: horrible, like, uh, smog, monster smog monster. Tim Curry
0: smog monster, yes. That is what I feel like is happening, like, coming out of my body oh, wow. ar- around these, you know, people or, or the situations. Um, Avery from over at the uh, thetravelingwitch.com, in her recent article about grounding, she kind of summed it up in a, in a, nice put together way magic is energy when you move and manipulate energy in such powerful ways it can pull uh it can pull your own energy out of balance so if you're thinking about chakra work or energy center work those can very easily get pulled out of balance Mm -hmm. uh one will be way strong and the other is like nearly dead Mm -hmm. um you can also think of miasma in this way so if you want to make a direct connection to chakra work you can you can do that as well and it can be found through almost every religion and culture that there has ever been. Mm. I was reading very interesting stuff about how, yes, you can do like ritual baths, smoke cleansing. A lot of religions will require some type of washing before praying or will have holy or blessed water. In like Catholicism, they have those big like yeah. um, incense swingers. No, well, yeah, those like, I don't know what they're <laughs> I don't called, know what they're called. They're really neat. Um, But they have th- those and those are all... To, to cleanse ourselves, to purify and ready ourselves to connect to what we're doing. It's usually done before and after, which I never did. I just grounded when I felt like I needed it. Yeah. But I really am interested in this concept of doing it before and after and like creating that good hygiene ritual. As I learned, a lot of feelings of anxiety. Or even just disconnection with your craft, your your practice. Honestly, not feeling like you want to do it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of having those thoughts of like, man, I was so into this when I started it. I've felt that way before, yeah. You know, and you, you just, maybe I just stop. Maybe mm-hmm. I just quit. Because I don't know if this is speaking to me anymore. Yeah, it's
1: not going to come back probably ever like how it felt.
0: Right. So I'm going to quit. I'm going to move on to other things or, or whatever. That can actually be a byproduct of bad, uh, of bad hygiene. So keeping yourself kind of purified before and after, it's an idea that I guess penetrated through every religion, which is cool when that happens. Um, because a lot of a lot of things won't share ideas like that. But this idea of keeping yourself right, yeah. Energetically, keeping the this this body that we have to live in, keeping it free from this like miasma shit, is something that has gone through every, every corner of spirituality. It can also be viewed as a self-care routine. Magical hygiene doesn't have to just be about getting the bad shit away or keeping it away. It can just be your self-care routine. Stuff that isn't ritual based can kind of fall to the wayside. Sometimes I think Mm -hmm. Uh, I find myself focusing very intently on I'm going to learn about candle magic or I'm going to study this card or I'm going to do this, that and the other to the point of not sleeping like I should or skipping healthy meals and opting for, you know, like bullshit fast food or something like that. And that, of course, is going to make our very real and physical bodies feel like shit, Mm -hmm. which is in in turn going to help grab out to any good neutral energy and turn it into more of this shit. Because you're feeling shitty. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. This whole principle is like attracts like. Mm -hmm. Law of attraction all of that. And and I'm so, like, I'm into this so much more than I thought I would be. It's It sounded so, honestly, I'm not going to lie, it sounded lame when I first was like, I want to talk about magical hygiene. I'm like, just fucking go stand in the dirt for a second. <laughs> I don't want to talk about this. I'm like, I guess I'll see what it's about. And the more I started reading it, I was like, this is important. Mm-hmm. You can do many things. One of the most uh, common and preferred methods is grounding which we've talked about a lot this episode was actually just going to be about grounding period oh, okay. yeah uh, and it started there so i started writing a lot about grounding and i started seeing this term magical hygiene hygiene uh and it kind of it evolved but if you do experience that excess of energy which i get so much
1: it depends on the time of year for me yeah like right now not so much
0: But like in the summer you just in like the
1: i am just jittery
0: just yeah. ready to go if you do have that excess energy where you're just feeling like you got to do something almost sick it makes me feel like nauseous to my stomach there's a couple of things you can do get physical is the first one run around you know move your body there's in some way
1: definitely something to that
0: it well i mean i think it's a very sci- this one i like because it's a very scientific if you have that built up energy and you burn energy there's, of course yeah. you know um, and then, of course, there's all the benefits of actually yeah. exercising. No,
1: but I mean, it's it's that way for me, for sure. Like, I mean, just like the last three weeks I took off mm. um, off the gym and I've been going back again. And it's just like those three weeks, I just felt myself getting more and more and more anxious. Mm. And now I'm doing it again. I'm getting right. that energy out just like I'm used to it. And it feels so much better. So, yeah, I think it's definitely, yeah, I agree with that.
0: I think there's also something to be said that, you were kind of in a pattern of doing this mm-hmm. and then stopped. So it's like not only your physical body but your spiritual being had come to rely on this this hygiene practice. Yeah. And when it stopped, your body is like wait what the fuck, but more so your like whole spirit's like no no no. Yeah. Oh, I'm it's exploding. Like, need this. <laughs> uh, what am I going to do with all this excess energy? One of my favorite ways this is going to sound really s- sad, I guess. I always remember something that my mom, such a witch, says is uh, sometimes all you need is a really good cry.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: And if you are feeling this excess of energy, I can't recommend enough. A hot shower and a little bit of a weep. Um, (laughs) It doesn't have to be this sad, weepy, you know. Call it the (laughs) sweep. What's the shweep? Shower weep. (laughs) The shower. Have yourself a good sweep, and of course, I, I wanted to explain myself, um, and I could always rely on Lord of the Rings to do that better than myself. Oh God, uh, a wise, a wise old man once said, uh, "I will not say do not weep, for not all tears are an evil." I
1: like so, that. It's nice.
0: Past the the buildup of of energy, if you're feeling slow and you're feeling bogged down, you can do a couple of really quick things to. Get the, get the negative stuff off. Uh, visualization is big. That's it. I think that's my number mm-hmm. one. That's right. Like when you kind of visualize the, the wings coming mm-hmm. out. And I wanted to say earlier when you said you come around the corner and you're like, what's behind me? And, and this visualization of um the wings coming out kind of being a like, I'm not going to think about it mm-hmm. kind of thing. That's very much a hygiene practice. Yeah. Because it's I'm not going to sit here. I'm not going to waste five minutes to like turn around, make sure nothing's there. Mm. You think about it. Be worried. Feel like there's something on me. And then later have to do a big ritual. Mm -hmm. It's just like you're stopping it. And you're like, fuck no, go away. A shower. I love a good, quick Mm -hmm. cleansing shower. Yeah. And it can be a a real shower like that you do getting ready in the morning. It can also be in the rain.
1: Oh, there's something so
0: unbelievably restorative about so that. So powerful. Yeah.
1: But just a good shower. A good
0: gentle shower going out and visualizing this water coming down and, and taking this buildup. And it's returning it to the earth. And you don't even have to worry about what Especially happens
1: to a warm it. warm summer rain.
0: Sweet summer oh, rain. Oh, God. Um, but once it goes back into the earth, she knows what to do with it. And you don't have to worry about, I, I used to freak out, like, but if it rains and it takes my negative energy, it's just going to kill all the grass in the area I'm standing in. Like, it doesn't, that's not how that works. She eats it and gains its power. Yeah, she
1: grows stronger.
0: <laughs> I wanted to share my quick visualization hygiene, kind of evening out of energy really quick. I didn't realize I've been doing this my entire life because it's very color based. Mm. And I don't, I, there are people out there who have whole schools of thought on color magic and Mm -hmm. like color being very important, which makes me think of the witches in nature's
1: nature's color,
0: but it's very, very color based. So I never thought that it was anything more than just like a way to chill myself out. But if I'm feeling like I need to swap energies with the stuff around me and kind of reach a nice, um, a nice paradigm of like similar energies of the room around me uh i will close my eyes and take a few couple of a couple of breaths and i'll picture the room in my mind you know Mm -hmm. you close your eyes you still see it and then everything will turn into a color doesn't even have to be a color that's a brown desk doesn't have to be brown Mm -hmm. it'll be purple and then there's nothing but blobs of color and they all kind of open up to each other, you know, like when cells yeah like, do that thing, they'll all open up to each other and they'll kind of mix. And I'm part of that, like I'm very this much just very in the middle. Interesting. I don't. I've got to thinking about it earlier, and I've never put it into words before. Yeah. Until everything reaches a similar color, and I couldn't even tell you what that is. Now that I'm thinking about it, it's never like just brown or becomes like white light. Yeah. It's just I know it's similar, and everything that I've pictured and everything that I've Turn into color is now like breathing as one I guess that's and I know neat. that's so strange um but that's that is how I do it so if you're looking for a way give that a shot you might like it so you can even work with some crystals or some herbs as is very quick amethyst is a good all-purpose stone mm-hmm. if you're needing to just kind of hold something and let that energy flow in and know that it's gonna it's got you amethyst is a good one um as well as Rose Quartz if you are feeling um, over-energized, like we talked about, very anxious and jittery. Mm-hmm. Rose Quartz is a good one to use in place of Amethyst to give it more of a calm, yeah, chill-down, love vibe. Warm love. And like Amethyst, Jasmine is a good oil for all over... Jasmine's good, man. <laughs> uh, Jasmine's good for not only all of your chakras, for like realigning them, uh, but it's also good for this miasma, busting it all up kind of indiscriminately, not just focusing on one part of the bad. Like a lot of oils will be like, this is to banish negative thoughts or this is to, it's a your general germex of... An oil. So, if you do want to do a longer ritual, like a like a bath ritual, you know, put a little bit of jasmine and see if that doesn't help kind of restore and, and balance you. And then my last big full on ritual for hygiene is take a full self care day. I've talked Um, about this a little bit. Oh,
1: God, they're great.
0: I know they're hard to come by. Yeah. There's not only like jobs to work for, but people usually have like a side hustle too. And then um, there's kids and there's houses and spouses and there's so much to do that I feel like an asshole sitting here going, take a full day to sit in your pajamas. Um, But if you can afford it or if you even get a couple of hours... Do something. It doesn't have to be this idea of self-care, which is like fuzzy slippers and baths and like hot cocoa. Yeah. Like it can be what makes you feel comfortable, happy, and most importantly, natural. Mm -hmm. What what would you, what do you do on a self-care day? You know. If you had a full day.
1: Depends on the fucking season.
0: If it's summer. Just like
1: everything. How
0: about a beautiful summer day?
1: If it's a beautiful summer day. Yes. Okay, you ready for this? Yes. All right, I'm going to get up. I'm going to get up at 5.30 in the
0: morning. Fuck you.
1: I'm going to get up at 5.30 a.m. I'm going to go outside, and you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to be naked. Gather sticks. I am. I'm going to gather sticks, and it's going to be 5.30 in the morning, and it's dawn, and no one's awake and for miles but me, and I'm going to build a fire, and I'm going to make coffee, and I'm going to get a book, and I'm going to get my hammock by my fire on my porch- And be there until nightfall.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah.
1: But in the wintertime, though, cleaning is a big self-care thing for me. Like the other Hmm. day when I spiritually and physically cleaned this house, Mm -hmm. put marjoram oil, I have Mm. essential marjoram oil, and eucalyptus in there. And that's when I washed all the door frames and everything. I like sigiled like a bind rune at every... So here's something that I'm really paranoid about, and I want to know if you do this Okay. Well, not paranoid, that's not the right word, but it's something I think about. So whenever I cleanse the house, mm-hmm. I almost feel like the energy is going to be like like trying to like sweep water out of a room. Like if you're, after I go somewhere, it's going to mm-hmm. fill in behind a little bit, you know? Mm-hmm. So what I did is that I started at the back of the house. I started in mm-hmm. this room. I started saging. And then after I left the room, I would turn around and sigil the door mm-hmm. and be like, you can't come back in here. Really? And then I just eventually pushed it out of every room and like... I did the closet in the bedroom, mm-hmm. and then sigiled it. Did the bathroom, sigiled it, and it's like no matter where I go, it can't pass to where I've already done. And I did very that for the cool. first time, and it, this house feels—it just best. felt it's right. Ever felt like I feel nothing, right? Okay. So while being a very ceremonial tool, you know, th- there's also practical uses to this. Um, I kind of have a I have a mix here of different different things you can use it for. Um, mm. But I'll kind of, I'll just kind of start with the basics. What it is. What is an athame? I, um, it's a ceremonial tool. So about hand size, not, not big. We're not talking like a dagger, like mm. a big ass. Like just like hand is size. Is it
0: always a knife though? Like yes. a blade. It's, it's always, always a blade. It's always a
1: double-sided blade. Oh, okay. Yes. It tip, like traditionally has a dark or a black handle. Really? But that's, can be just like dark or steel or really whatever you want it to be. Yeah. It doesn't need to be sharp at all. Its purposes are not to physically cut, but to energetically mm. manipulate, direct like your your energies around. So it's like a wand. Yeah, it really does have very similar kind of mm. characteristics to that, um, but it has more of a masculine energy to it. Oh, okay. It has ties to the god mm. uh, because of its masculine nature, um, and it's uh, it has ties to fire as mm. well, because of course. Forged in fire, right? Um, so those are kind of oh its wow origins. There's a little bit of like, a, and this was interesting. Different different opinions on the the main elemental association of the athame. Hmm. So there is, you know, of course, fire uh, due to the forging and just kind of the masculine energy to it. But some say it represents air, the element air. Hmm. It, it kind of depends on the tradition, but it is in like Wicca tradition or Wicca practice. That influence came from the practice and systems, and i got to look into these guys, I've never heard of them before, but their name is intense, of the Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Um, Which was apparently a very influential organization to the Wicca practice, from what I was reading. The comparison was made to err with them because um, sharpness is tied to intellect uh like the blade, the sharpness of the mind, air's domain, uh, along with this Athame guides and directs energies through the air. Hmm. Um, so yeah, it can it kind of to them was air. However, um like many of these things, if you're not associated with like a Wicca practice or you know, if you just you do what you feel, mm-hmm. you know. I mean if you feel like it's associated with fire, if you feel like who knows, you know, you I just feel like you often are after feeling
0: after that explanation, I kind of like I start. I did a one eighty. I was like, "How could it possibly be air?" But now I'm like, "Oh, it's totally yeah, it's totally." Yeah, off.
1: it's a very interesting <laughs> perspective, and so it's like both of them to me are just as valid as the huh. other. So it's believed that uh, some energy from these rituals or ceremonies or things like that kind of makes its way and is stored in the hilt, oh. and a little bit remains there, and it can be used later to charge tools crystals or really just put into spell work
0: like a battery yeah damn
1: yeah and so you a little bit of that because you know typically a big ceremonial ritual is a powerful experience yeah so some of that energy will make its way to the hilt it just kind of resonates there Mm -hmm. i feel it just kind of sits
0: especially if it is an item that you are blessing yeah. frequently or yeah. keeping in a sacred space yeah. you got to imagine the energy that that thing is collecting it's like the opposite of miasma it's like the yeah beautiful like powerful energy
1: and you can cool. use it yeah so for spell work anything like that or a little extra intention Thanks. things you have a little bit of stored goodie
0: goodie <laughs> magic in there a little bit of extra something got the it. goods it's giving you the goods
1: so and and here's the thing it can range it can be very ornate, jewel-crusted, crystal blade, whatever, Oh! or it can be a, a kitchen knife. It, it really, it is just depending on your preference and what you feel, you know? I
0: like, didn't know that.
1: Yeah, it doesn't have to be huh. this big, but it needs to be double-sided. Oh. Um, so it can't be like a steak knife. Mm.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> While traditionally not used for cutting, in some new age practices, this has kind of changed a little bit. But it's still used for cutting things for magical practice. Hmm. So while now cutting, it's cutting for magical reasons, as well as uh, carving symbols into candles, ah, Um, and even whittling a wand from a branch. Oh, okay. Okay. And imagine if you have some of that
0: stored energy, you know,
1: from a ritual, and you're just like carving a wand out
0: using. Using a ritual tool to make a ritual tool. It's very cool. Very cool.
1: Yeah, I like that. There's a different blade, though, and this one typically is is one-sided and with a light-colored handle called, and I didn't look up how to pronounce this, but what I found is a boline, boline, bolin. Mm. That's typically, you know, that's what you use to carve your symbols and things Mm. like that. However, the athame can be used for those more magical kind of tasks involving Mm. that. So it is, the athame is believed to grow more powerful with each use, especially as your, your connection with it grows. Right. You know, as it becomes kind of your, your right-hand guy. Yeah. You know, when you're doing your practices, it will feel like an old friend, I'm sure, after a while.
0: Much as a lot of these things mm-hmm. kind, kind of your do. tools. Especially if you do have those, like, kind of animist tendencies. Oh, yeah. I know some people will replace that after a while, so, like... It would break my heart. It would, it would, it would (laughs) me too. It would hurt me. I wouldn't want to
1: do it. I know. I get very connected to
0: things. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just be like, I'm going to have two now and now I'm going to have three. And then just like at the end of your life, you have 84 blades. Yeah. That would be me.
1: And you know that that first one is still kind of sad and mad at you for getting all So you use
0: it, you use it every once in a while. Yeah. Just to remind (laughs) it.
1: Yeah. No, that's my life. It's very stressful. During ritual, it can be used to open and close your circle. And while it's used for energy manipulation, it, its purpose really isn't to raise deities. Hmm. It, it's not really much as really for that. Hmm. It's more just for like manipulating intent and energy hmm. and things like that. So after after getting your athame, what do you do? Where do you go from here? What happens? Um, it, You got to clean it. You got to cleanse it. You, gotta you go a, to the Google. You got to give it a good washing. <laughs> you go to the soap. <laughs> but you got to clean it in an, a special way. Mm. Uh, one way that I found is to wrap it in a cloth and and bury it for a night. Uh, I assumed, for bonus points, bury it on the night of a full moon. Oh. And and really, for again, what I found was use what feels right. You mm. know? I mean, and it might take you. Maybe it takes you a minute. Just like I've seen in the Facebook group, people have, like, different tarot and oracle decks and whatnot and they're like man i have it but it's not really working for me mm. and then they'll find another one and they'll be like this thing's great yeah you know it might take you a minute before you find the one that is the one mm-hmm. you know um but it can you know some have crystal blades oh some have you know different colored hilts not just the traditional black i
0: have seen some beautiful oh yes things out there yes oh my very very pretty I love this concept of, like, it stores the energy. I do,
1: too. That really was nice for me. It,
0: you know, and especially if sometimes you're lacking. Yeah. You know, sometimes you just don't, even if you give it your all, oh, man, you're just falling short. You almost feel like you could just grab the handle and just And like, just kind of like, yeah, and just, just be like, like it, it's, I've got it. But that's, uh, that's really all that I have.
1: It was kind of short and sweet, I feel like.
0: That was very insightful. I um,
1: am a fan of it.
0: This week, uh, as part of the 30-day challenge that we are doing, or to us, a 10-week 10, 10 challenge, it cast a circle was part of it. So I was doing this research on like, holy shit, how do I cast a circle? Yeah. Um, and the a theme, uh is a big part of that. Yes. Sprecken of, did you, uh, did you cast yourself a circle?
1: Okay, I gotta be honest with you. I did not. <laughs> But I didn't do nothing. The way he just... just, I gotta gotta be honest. I gotta be straight. I didn't. But I found a lovely... I mean, it was in a book I already had, but um, that really wonderful grimoire for the Green Witch book Mm -hmm. has uh, a very traditional style circle casting where you use a besom and an athame Mm. together. Um, And it's really great. There's some great incantations involved. So I do have it. I found it. I know the one that I want to do, and I'm going to do it. But I'm going to do it when I'm about to have like four days off with no holiday obligations to really get to do some nice. Go
0: us for putting this right in the middle of the holidays. Such a bad idea. (laughs) But I will say, man, if you get the chance to, it was an extremely enlightening experience. I'm excited um, to do it. It was it was very cool to me. And I wanna start this whole 30-day challenge thing by just as an aside saying, I don't know what has happened to me. I don't think it was the act of casting a circle, um, or any of the other prompts that we have. But I have come into a newfound confidence recently nice. with this with this kind of stuff. Like I have never had before. I get it. Are you feeling that? Yeah,
1: I really like I'm starting to make decisions and design things and create my own things and I'm like, holy shit, I'm a witch. E- exactly. Like I am creating magic I and I'm am. not having to reference things. Exactly.
0: To do it. But I've just been like pulling from my own wealth mm-hmm. of knowledge it's and
1: wonderful.
0: And even even to the extent of like seeing other people have problems or asking advice. And, like, immediately I'm like, okay, well, you what you do. need to do. you need to do. Yes. So I did, I, I casted a circle this week, and I'm very proud of myself because this was the one that I was looking forward to, but I also feel very daunted in researching it. Not only do you see, like, there's four million ways to do it, but uh, also just some basics about it. It's to create your protected space. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be, like, the salt circle that we all, like, know and associate with casting a circle. Uh, it can be done with smoke or energies
1: that you know i do it with like almost
0: like like dance and smoke i do it with like a lot of like visualization yeah and um smoke yeah yeah So, so as i was doing this i was like technically i know we said we haven't done this but technically we've been doing this for a long time yeah so first of all i physically cleansed my space and then just kind of seamlessly moved in To doing it, like, in an energetic kind of way. Mm. Then I made sure to represent all of the elements, which I've only done once or twice, like, in my whole practice. I mixed a little bit of the salt with the water. I used this interesting method where I saw somebody kind of flick the salt water around them in a circle to create that barrier. Mm. And I've done flicking, like, stuff before, like um to create barriers.
1: I've seen that in like hoodoo practice. Yeah, yeah,
0: and yeah, and it actually I'm very glad that that's a part of an actual practice mm-hmm. because it really like it's something I did like intuitively. I like it. Um so I I flicked this salt water to create a barrier and that represented the earth and the water. I then went through with a stick of uh, sage to represent fire and air. Mm -hmm. So the next thing I did was to call um, in place of calling on deities where one would normally call on their deities. I don't like it. It feels asky to me. I invited like my ancestors and other spirits that fit that checklist to come sit with me. I thanked the elements for joining me today and I did it in the traditional sense of facing like each Mm -hmm, direction mm -hmm. and saying like fire you are here and i thank you And then you turn and you're like water you are here and i thank you and then uh and then i did my work and i did a super simple like protection candle ritual um because i didn't want the work that i did within the circle to be something too complicated i wanted to be something i've done a thousand times um so i like dressed my candle and i did and then i just kind of sat and like felt how it was different Mm. you know placebo effect could be at play here but i felt like I felt like I was focusing more on what I was doing yeah. and almost like that snow globe that was around me of, of energy was yeah. just intensifying. Well, and
1: if you think about it, all of that extra work you're doing is it's just, just energy. more to get you in the yeah. zone too. So by the time you get to your work you were planning on doing, you're, you're
0: mentally yeah, checked in. You've been doing yeah. a
1: magical practice for the last 15 minutes. And, and, and that's the thing, it did
0: take that. a long time, yeah. which I think is kind of It's kind of nice. I know we don't really have a lot of time, uh, but it it gave it its due, Mm -hmm. I guess. It really kind of said that I'm going to do this and this is important enough for me to set aside an hour of my time. Yeah. Um, Because there was opening it, but there's also closing it, which apparently is also very important. So that was my, I know that was a bit lengthy. Tell me about your ethics.
1: My ethics as a witch.
0: Witchy ethics. Uh,
1: I thought this was an interesting little add to this. Witches can't
0: have ethics.
1: We have no ethics. Devils. <laughs> it, uh, it's a I like this. I like how this was peppered into this challenge because it's, it's something interesting to think about and I think it could spark a very interesting conversation. I also think it's important. It is important. To kind of know your little list of rules. Yeah. I do think it's good to kind of have your core set mm-hmm. of things that, your lines, you know, that you don't feel are right for you specifically right. to cross, you know, and- there are several lines that I have that I don't judge other people for doing them. Exactly. It's just, for me, it's not comfortable. It's Mm -hmm. not something that I want to do. I am 100% a defensive witch and not an offensive one. Yeah, okay. If I feel that something is wrong or maybe I'm being hexed or Mm. I'm going to pour all of my energy not onto who I think is doing it, but how to stop what's happening and protect me from it. Um, So I'm not big on doing things to other people and I'm huge on what you put in, you get back. Right. Yeah. Um, so that makes me hesitant. I'm not really one to do cursing or hex work Mm -hmm. or things like that. Um, I I go for damage control. That's Mm -hmm. just always where I feel more comfortable. And it's where I feel like I shine, um, is in correcting emotional things like that and stress and, uh, and things like that. And, and being, I feel like if I was to do an offensive, Type ritual, I, I just wouldn't execute it. I wouldn't do it right because I wouldn't mean it.
0: You know, I am. Um, I'm. I'm with you. I to this up into this point of getting into everything. I don't think that I would feel comfortable mm-hmm. because. And this is where the lines get a little bit blurry because I've made no bones about the fact that I'm totally down with like middle hand path gray witch yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. However. I do get kind of in those brain loops and I'm like, man, I was like, I don't, if I do something, I get, I, this is where my weird like Southern raising, I think comes, not that my parents, I know you're listening. I'm not saying you, I'm saying being in the South comes in because I immediately have this weird feeling that even though I do not believe in it, I'm like, shit, what if I go to hell? Yeah. And there's a lot there that I need to unpack. There's
1: a lot of deep programming that has to be done. Yeah
0: that's what mostly keeps me away from it however I will and have tried to protect so fiercely that the lines between protection and physically calling somebody out by name has has definitely been blurred
1: oh wow okay
0: I've always had this like one of my ethics is to do no harm however I don't think that protecting myself in ways necessary to do that I don't think that counts Yeah. And that's, that's me. I'm
1: very big on protective, like magic as well. Mm -hmm. So I get that. I
0: understand that. And um, the the difference to me is like, I I would never sit down and be like, I hope this person drips and breaks their ankle. You know? Yeah. yeah. However, if I've protected and you happen to try to, you know, I don't know, think of it like a barrier. If you happen to bump into my force field. And
1: roll your ankle. Fuck you. Then fine.
0: (laughs) You know what? That, That happened. Sorry. I didn't want for that to happen, but it happened because of something I did. Is that on me? I don't know. Mm-hmm. And I think that morality is a very human thing that is so gray. There's no such thing as black and white when oh, it comes yeah. to morality. Now, morality
1: is 100% to the perception of the beholder.
0: And um, I just, almost to the point of it, I'm like, does it even exist? You know?
1: Well, I mean, it's, no, it doesn't.
0: I get, you know, and I'm kind of there. I'm like, it doesn't exist in the fact that it, it, it does exist so differently to each person.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, just like anything, just like the definition of normal or or anything. Or love, you know, like it it varies person to person. There is no set definition.
0: And my totally okay is going to be somebody else's. Oh, my God, you're a witch. You are going to hell. Yeah, absolutely. And that's something I've had to deal with that. There are whole handfuls of people out there who are like, oh, no, there's no saving you. Yeah. And it's just like, where does that stop? So, um, I'm sorry. I kind of ran off with that one. I uh, got very I, hot about it. That
1: is pretty much it. I mean, I have a very basic set of mm-hmm. ethics. It's, you know,
0: don't harm,
1: don't harm, don't put out what you don't want to get back. You know, so I'll put out 80,000 pounds of protection because mm. I'd be okay with having Ex- that given to exactly. me. Exactly. You know? If
0: if protection comes back on me, that's not a bad thing to me. You know, mm. like, however, if I'm like, oh, I hope so-and-so gets sick. Yeah. I think I will probably definitely get sick. Yes. And it's not a very serious thing. I just feel like there's some sprite out there that's like, <laughs> bitch, look at, look at what yeah. I'm, you know, I'm going to put the sickness it's on you. Sprinkle you with the flu. You have the flu. Um you know but uh anyway there's that
1: i i am um, there are certain symbols and, and i'm big about putting runes on my body for different purposes and meditations oh. and rituals would you ever
0: tattoo a rune on your body
1: i don't know hmm, because i change them depending on what their specific meaning is to help me at that time Like, I mean, the first time that I really, like the day that I was talking about that I knew I was going to quit my job and I had this, I had the ashes and I meditated with my runes Mm -hmm. naked, which I have told multiple people on the group, if you feel disconnected from your divination tools, whether it be cards or runes, do it. (laughs) I don't care. Smoke up the room with resins, put some music on, lay the cards out, how it feels right and just connect with them. It Mm -hmm. works so, so, so well. So anyway, Yura. I've seen it's also like Yara, Yura. I, I, this Rune, I don't talk about like Rune names a lot because there's so many different pronunciations. I feel like I physically cannot win.
0: I think that, um, I think we need to adopt a new policy of grabbing hold and running with it.
1: Okay. Yura is how I've seen it written the most and that's how I...
0: Until we are corrected... That is how we will know it.
1: Well, so Yira is the rune of, it it means like year or season. Mm. It's a big one for me when it comes to like change uh, of like this coming of fruition of this, this change. Mm. And, and that's why I I felt so compelled because to do those two runes, Othala and Yira Mm. for everything. Cause it's the new season or it's the new time of the year. The light half is coming and then Othala is the rune for home.
0: So mine, I, I've I've talked about it before. It's Algies. Yes, taking it and running with it. It was the first thing that I was first rune that I was introduced to at Hearth Wisdom Store. Again, if I if we haven't said it enough, if you're in the DFW, go. please go to Hearth Wisdom Store. Um, ask for Cat to read your runes. Um, that's what I did. Just talk to Cat. Just talk to Cat in general. Um, she showed me. Um she showed me the the rune algae's and i was just kind of drawn to it and i was like what's this and she gave me the basic rundown and uh because runes have so many meanings and they can mean like a million different things it's a
1: lot to learn there's a lot i feel like i'll never truly fully understand
0: them she gave me this really beautiful visual representation of algae's. and if you don't know it's the one that looks like a chicken's foot yeah or like a y with an extra prong in the middle like the peace
1: sign without the circle
0: exactly Yeah, upside down peace on without Mm. the circle. Exactly. Um, But she said, imagine it as like, um, and she's, I've heard her talk about it. She says she's very like goddess based. Mm. Um, So she's like, imagine goddess is standing with her sword and like the three prongs, one each is an arm and like Mm. the middle one, I guess, is her head. And she's like, and her power is not within using it, but in having it. Yeah. Macy. Yes. What next time on the 30 day challenge? Next time on the witch bitch amateur hour that's what i was going for you're doing it so much better
1: we are talking about on day 22 but not
0: but but sort of but not
1: self-purification i can do this because i do this every day (laughs) so day 23 a book of shadows or grimoire do you have one Mm. if not create a sacred journal to document your recipes spells practices invocations This can be a handwritten journal, printed pages in a binder, or even a file on your computer. Though if it's the latter, always back it up. (laughs) Make it as simple (laughs) or complex as you want it to be. It's yours, and it should make you happy. Day 24, sabbats. Uh, That's vague. (laughs) (laughs) What holidays from the Wheel of the Year do you celebrate at <laughs> Beltane? Uh, create your own <laughs> Wheel of the Year. Sawwin. So You're only <laughs> limited by your imagination. Do you to get weird at Beltane?
0: I'm going to really... build
1: a bonfire in my backyard and get fucking weird.
0: I hope that it falls on, because we're, we're covering the Sabbaths in every, every other in every other format yeah. that we're doing um, to kind of a stretch it out for that content and b make it easier on ourselves. Cause we don't want to hit you with a new, like big episode every yeah. couple of a little while. I hope Beltane falls within that this year.
1: I hope it falls not on a work day. All of these have fallen on a work day and that
0: is such a buzzkill. Yeah. it It really takes some of the magic out of the day. If there was ever a time for you to take a day off work. Take off
1: Beltane. I'm
0: serious. I'm very fucking serious. Macy, you need to take off work for deathly illnesses (laughs) and Beltane.
1: Hey, Charlie.
0: Hey, you. Did you forget my name? We got a review.
1: Tell me all about it.
0: First off, the title says great show.
1: Oh, great. Good show. Good show.
0: Good show. Old chap. So we're already on a we're already on a good path here. This is from H Godfrey. I like that name. H Godfrey says, "I started listening to this podcast last week and I can't get enough. Ooh. Yeah, baby. Not only do they do a fabulous job with their topics, that oh, makes me oh, really
1: happy to hear, giving
0: us a lot of leeway there. Wow, they are hilarious to listen to. Once again, giving us a little more than we deserve, I think. Um, without fail, I am in a brighter mood after listening." Keep laughing and thank you. You're welcome. For the hard work you're putting into your podcast. You're welcome. What can I say? Mm -hmm. You're welcome. (laughs) Don't, don't, because I'll do the whole thing. I'm gonna need (laughs) that that boat. boat. That's my favorite. Now we can do anything but But float. float. Oh my God. So H. Godfrey, thank you so much for that. That means a lot. Y'all are so nice to us. Y'all are very, uh y'all are probably nicer than we deserve I, I don't know half of you as much as I would like and I like <laughs> less half than of you half of you as half as, as well as you deserve, deserve. <laughs> yeah <laughs> so guys it's it's we're glad to be back from the break now that we're back now that it's a new year it's a new
1: year I would... it's a new dare new, day. It's a
0: new day. So it is a new year and we want to hear from you guys. We want to uh, have you guys pop off some of your resolutions.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm curious about that. I, I want to know what you're going to shoot
0: for. I want to know what love is. I want to feel. <laughs> um. I also am curious to know about the ones that
1: you maintained. Um, yeah. All this year, like ones that you could say at the end of this year that you stuck with, and mm-hmm. you're like, "I did this." Everybody, you know, if you just stay with it, mm-hmm. you can you can do this. Um, I'd be curious to know about that.
0: <laughs> Send us your resolutions to wbahpodcast at gmail You can get us on Instagram at which bitch amateur hour. Twitter is Macy. She's going sultry. I can tell. Am I? <laughs> or she's going to do a horse noise there it is (laughs) facebook at which amateur hour and if you are so kind as to even think about our patreon we are at patreon.com slash wbah podcast and then of course we've got can you please sing our p.o. box like you did that one time p.o. box 865 (laughs) canton texas 75103 We've received handwritten letters. we
1: received handwritten letters that we are very, very thankful. A listener sent us, which I have, still have to show them to you in person. They're so cute. Hmm. Uh, they sent us this, a lovely letter and these two like, little voodoo doll, like cute little yarn dolls. And one's a witch and one's a little Rastafarian cute. little voodoo doll, which I claimed without you even getting the chance.
0: Okay, so A, I absolutely knew you were going to claim <laughs> B, I absolutely claim the witches. I knew in it. I knew it. Like, and
1: I was like, when she sent them, I was like, she nailed it. She got right? this. She yeah, got so
0: good.
1: <laughs> so thank you so much for those. Those are really, really great. Um, we had some handwritten mail come in all the way from Alaska. God damn. Yeah, um, very, very sweet letters. So we really, really appreciate it. Um, and again, thank you so much for our patrons. Mm-hmm. Um, it really, we're able to start doing some really cool stuff now. So thanks. You guys,
0: thank you very much. We preach, much preach. <laughs> we stand,
1: we stand stan you so hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh.
0: That'll be the last thing you
1: hear. Oh, good. I'm glad. <laughs>
0: on this fucking incense.
1: Holy shit!